So a couple of days ago, the president uh, endorsed the food brand Goya. And of course, if you're wondering why Donald Trump would endorse the food brand Goya, it's because Goya uh, endorsed Trump. And if there's one thing that Donald Trump loves, it's Donald Trump. So <laughs> when a food company comes out and endorses him, of course, he's going to endorse them right back. That's what he does. So, uh, of course, you know, the media, and uh, Anderson Cooper and uh, Cuomo on CNN, uh, of course, they had a field day with this. They're going on and on about, all oh, the president using taxpayer dollars to endorse a food brand. He has more important things to worry about. Now, of course, I agree he, he has more important things to worry about, but uh, to the same point, you have more important things to worry about, CNN. Uh, you know, you're covering what kind of beans the president eats. Uh, you, you know, the president endorsed this brand because they endorsed him. Now you're giving them publicity. I mean, the exact thing that Trump wants is, hey, look at this food brand that endorsed me. I wouldn't have known about this if CNN hadn't have, uh, you know, made such a big deal about it. But I wanted to address a couple of the points that they were making. And the first is that he was using taxpayer dollars to endorse a food brand, which, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. As a libertarian, I don't think that the government at all should be telling me what I should and shouldn't eat, which kind of reminds me of, uh, what was that president saying? Oh, yeah, Obama, who, uh, you, you know, his wife went through this whole school lunch program trying to make them all better spending tons and tons of money and tons and tons of time, uh, you know, this is the federal government telling you what to eat. And it turned out that the food tasted like crap. I mean, uh, when I was in high school, I was the recipient of some of these school lunches, and they were terrible. I mean, we had uh, bread in the school lunch line. Uh, we aptly named it Obama bread. And I mean, it was used as a as a blunt object to attack somebody one time like it was just hard as a rock completely inedible uh, and that was the kind of food we were being served thanks to the federal government under obama telling us what to eat so i actually kind of agree with their point that uh yeah you know the president should not be endorsing one food brand or he should not be using taxpayer dollars to tell taxpayers what to eat so how about they turn around and retroactively criticize Obama for this at the same time. <laughs> They're sounding awfully uh, right-leaning, you know, not wanting the government to tell them what to do, and so on and so forth. So I thought the whole situation was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, he was saying that uh, the president should have more important things to worry about, like like the virus, which, yeah, I mean, sure. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you also, like I said, you have more important things to worry about uh like spreading fake uh panic about the virus because the thing that you won't hear from cnn is that things have actually been pretty good in some of the states like texas and arizona that saw a spike the spike is starting to recede uh, of course the deaths won't start to recede for uh, a week or two after the spike in cases recedes because it's a, a trailing count but I mean, there's been good news. Uh, states have been doing fairly well. Uh, the death count is low uh, in terms of what it was before. So, uh, you know, there's lots of good news, but you won't hear it. If you click over to CNN or uh, CNBC or anywhere, really you're going to see, oh, it's, it's doom and gloom and mayhem and the country is about to fall and it's all the Republicans' fault. Which, I mean, the numbers on that 
aren't supported. Uh, the highest deaths per million in each state, uh, I think the top eight states are all Democratic states. So if he wants to talk numbers, I think it's pretty clear that the worst states have been Democratic states. But hey, you know, maybe I'm wrong. And, uh, you know, deaths per million is maybe not an accurate measure, which I, I don't know how it wouldn't be. But it's interesting to me to see this narrative that everything has gone to crap and uh, it's all the Republicans' fault when the evidence really does not substantiate that. And also, they're saying a lot about mask wearing. So, uh, in particular, about the federal government mandating mask wearing, which is the only reason that I have been... Uh, anti-masks is I don't like the idea that the federal government is going to force me to do anything. And it turns out that the studies have been showing that in a lot of European countries, uh, the, you know, the government didn't mandate masks and people wore them anyways. And I mean, that's the case in America. People were wearing masks and socially distancing long before uh, the government started asking them to. And actually, America ranks amongst the highest in percentage of people wearing masks. Uh, higher than Canada, higher than a lot of European countries. I mean, realistically, the American citizens are doing what, uh, you know, intelligent, educated people do and mitigating risk. You don't need the government to tell you to do that. I mean, if you get on a skateboard uh, as a kid, your mom's going to make you wear knee pads and a helmet. That's not because the government forced you to. That's because your mom doesn't want to see you get hurt, and so you, you mitigate that risk. I mean, nobody wants to see anybody else get hurt. Nobody wants to see themselves get hurt. So we will naturally mitigate our own risks. We don't need the government to tell us. <clears throat> I mean, we're just one step away from a federal agent having to walk into your house to make sure your bathtub isn't too hot. Oh, you don't want to burn yourself. Let me, let me check the temperature there. I mean, seriously, how stupid do they think we are that we can't, take care of ourselves in terms of a virus. I mean, it's not like the coronavirus is the first virus to ever exist. We've been dealing with the flu, I, I mean, forever. We've been dealing with all sorts of viruses. So the idea that the American people, by and large, just aren't going to help themselves unless the federal government coddles them like children uh, is just complete nonsense. And, and the data supports that. The data absolutely supports that before uh, mask wearing was mandatory and before all these businesses could kick you out for not wearing a mask, <clears throat> people were wearing masks anyways. People were socially distancing. I mean, I remember in, oh shoot, it was probably around March, April, May, I don't know, early, early in the year when I was, uh, when the gyms were still open, I was a personal trainer at a major chain gym and it, it was starting to empty out on its own before the gyms even shut down. Uh, you know, people were being cautious long, long before the government started getting involved. And I mean, I just don't buy that the federal government, especially for a virus that if you're under the age of 65, I mean, realistically, the virus death rate is like three in a thousand of people who get it. And, you know, not everybody in America is going to get it. So <clears throat> this is a virus that, yeah, it's more deadly than the flu. And sure, it's serious, but it's not something that you have to shut the entire American economy down for. Because, by and large, 
American citizens are responsible for themselves. American citizens know how to avoid <laughs> from from getting sick, and they know how to take care of themselves if they do get sick. I mean, it's just simple, simple stuff. And so I'm really curious to see what the next step will be. First, it'll be mask wearing, and then it'll be you'll have a federal agent posted inside your home making sure you're washing your hands. I mean, seriously, that that's the next logical step. Because if Americans aren't smart enough to wear masks, then obviously we're not smart enough to wash our hands. So it's, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting watching this play out. Of course, you know, I'm sure that people will berate uh, any anti-masker who's only anti-masks in the sense that you don't want the federal government cramming it down your throat, which is really funny, the inability of people to separate those arguments. There are some crazies who say that, you know, masks have no effect. I don't think that they have no effect. I mean, even if it's just a 10% effect, it's probably worth wearing. But the idea that I am not responsible enough to make that decision on my own, so I have to have the government come in and tell me to make it, I think that's a load of crap, and a lot of other people do too, and that's why a lot of people, I think, are protesting masks. Not because they are science deniers, or because they hate your grandmother and want her to die, it's because they don't want the government cramming down and telling them what to do. So I think it'll be interesting, especially if Biden gets elected. I mean, 100% if Biden gets elected, uh, this these quarantines and all of the madness continues I don't know, until we have a vaccine, I guess, which the latest estimates have been late 2021. So for a full another year, uh, if you didn't think that there was a crash coming <laughs> already, then maybe that should scare you a little bit into getting out of the dollar and getting out of U.S. stocks. Because man, uh, if these companies have to stay shut down for another year, and I mean, stocks like Amazon and stuff have been going up because they've been getting a lot of business. But what does it matter if customers can access your product from home if they don't have the money to buy the product? I mean, all of these companies like Amazon, yeah, they're doing fine and well because people are at home spending their government-written checks. But what happens when those checks run out? Or what happens when the money is worthless, which is what I think is going to happen sooner rather than later? I mean, that does not bode well for Amazon or for any Netflix or any of these companies that the stock market has taken refuge in. So, uh, yeah, I'll end off by saying get out of the dollar. You should be scared of a crash and you should be scared of these lockdowns continuing just until, I don't know, some Democratic governor magically decides that it's okay to open. Uh, it, it's <laughs> very scary stuff, so stay safe.